0: I'd like to begin this podcast by recognising the traditional owners of the land in which it is recorded. I pay respect to their elders past, present, and those emerging. Yeah, I've mostly done it with people I actually don't know, which is... Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you
1: feel less comfortable asking your friends to do this one? Oh, no, it's,
0: it's it's fine, but it's like, you know, the idea is it's an interview show. Yeah, so I think I think it's just a, a different... I wanted it to be a very different vibe instead of asking the same people on all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know a lot about them. And especially then, if
1: they've got like a, you have a type of relationship with them, right? And then you're like, we would yep. never talk about this stuff. <laughs>
0: So, uh, Amy, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thank you for
0: coming on. So, the podcast is called Nature or Nurture, where I interview fascinating people about the key milestones (laughs) that made them who they are today. No pressure. No pressure at (laughs) all. But I start the podcast, and I always say it's a simple question. It's not a simple question at all. Mm -hmm. But the question is, do you think that nature or nurture had the greatest impact on you?
1: I mean, it's a great question. Um, I think the boring answer, from my perspective, is neither, because they both are such a contributor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I remember hearing this analogy a while ago and I'll probably miss it up, but um, (laughs) that genetics like loads the bullet in the gun and then your environment fires it. Right. Okay. I guess genetics being, wait, which one? Nurture?
0: Genetics is, yeah. Genetics is nurture. Yeah.
1: And then the environment being nature. Yep. And I think that's a really good analogy that like something's in there and then depending on your circumstances, yep. something can trigger it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think
1: that's the way I view it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So where, where did you grow up?
1: Uh, in Melbourne.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. And and so for you, when you were growing up, did you, you know, what was your what was your family home like? Was it a really, um, was it an environment that, that you felt you could do anything in? What was what
1: was your home life like? Totally. Like yep. absolutely dreamy childhood. Yep. Um, my parents are great and we really like any opportunity anything we wanted to pursue they've always been 100% supportive yep. of yeah um and yet you know we still come out with <laughs> sort of quirks and yeah, issues. yeah. and I, I think about that often because on paper nothing was wrong or bad yep. it was really like um wonderful I had great education opportunities yeah um and still I've come across you know things that are challenging so yeah. um that probably tells you a bit that it's not just nature. It yeah, is like yeah, that genetic thing or predispositions or whatever you want to think that yep. no matter what you're given, um, it can still, still go in any direction.
0: Yeah. A lot of people say that, you know, when you meet someone's parents, that that person suddenly makes sense. Do you, do you think that <laughs> for you, you are a combination of your mom and your
1: dad? 100%. Yep. And it's so devastating yep. to realize that, <laughs> that no matter what, like the good and the bad, you get it all. And it's yep. up to you to be like, okay, what parts do I want to keep?
0: Yeah. And what do I have to like
1: actively choose not to take forward yes yeah. even if like i love them so much and yeah. um respect a lot but there's also things that i'm like i don't think that like behavior or trait is for me yeah um but yeah you do you're a product of them absolutely there's no <laughs> way <laughs>
0: what 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 parts of your parents do you think that you are
1: um oh okay um I hope, I think my dad is the funniest person. Yep. So I hope that I have his sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of know that I do because we are irritating to every other person on the planet because we only want to make each other laugh. Yeah. Um, so I hope I have his humor. And um, I think my mum is a very compassionate person and very much like wants to take care of everybody else. Yep. And while I like parts of that, I see her do that to her own detriment.
0: Yeah, sure. So that's an
1: interesting balance of like, how do you maintain that, but still prioritize your own needs and not like sort of do it to your disadvantage yeah yeah so yeah. What,
0: what was what was the home life like when you're growing up was it was it just you were you an only child or you had some I have some an siblings? older brother yep
1: um I was basically never home yep. I did elite sport as a kid oh wow Yep. so it'd be training before school go to school training after school Yep. rinse and repeat <laughs> yeah 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 so it was a very busy home life Um, and therefore I have this like chunk of pop culture and references that I just do not get (laughs) because I like didn't watch television, didn't do anything. Um, so it was very active.
0: Did you want to be an athlete when you were, when you were growing up?
1: Um, I did to a point. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure.
1: (laughs) I think I always like had this dream of being like a pop star, which (laughs) a lot of kids do, but I did want to be, I guess like a performer and I always envied people that did that and just kind of was stuck in sport
0: yeah how'd you get stuck in sport like did did your parents push you into it or was it
1: i didn't push i mean everyone else in my family is so sporty like they've done sport their whole life they like played volleyball at the world championships yeah sure um, so I'm the black sheep in that I'm not really <laughs> super into that. But yep. started in gymnastics as a child, which I would recommend yeah, to anybody. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, great for you know aerial awareness and balance and all of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then get the kid out at like seven <laughs> before it's a good it becomes, age to pull them out. Yeah, before it becomes like competitive. Takes or over their life. Anything like that. Because
0: I did, I did swimming and oh. I hated competing. Really. Like so, I I got quite far with it, but then I was kind of like, I hate the gun going off i hate the like i don't know it was a pressure i yeah. think that i didn't really like did you did you like competing
1: well it takes the joy out of the thing right yeah. because all of a sudden it's not about your experience of it it's how someone else perceives it or how you go in comparison to the other time
0: people. and the yeah, yeah the strength and everything it's so much tied up in that totally for, for you why did you why did you kind of Quit. Pivot, it I guess yeah why did you quit and 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 pivot towards performing i mean you already talked about that performing was always a thing that you wanted to do uh-huh. but who who was inspiring you at that time
1: um i don't think i had any necessary inspiration to get into performance rather like i did springboard diving which right. is a insane sport yeah I, yeah Many times we'll think, like, what were my parents thinking? Being like, sure, go and throw yourself off a 10-meter tower and land on your head. What (sighs) a brilliant plan. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And I'm a particularly risk-averse person. And so it was just absolutely... A disaster to be doing this sport that inherently requires you to take risks
0: yeah, yeah. So i'd always
1: say to my coach i'd be like hey but like what if i hit the board and like hit my head and he's like well then you'll like fall into the water and you're like oh that seems <laughs> thank you really bad <laughs> yeah, um yeah, yeah. so i would have a lot of trouble trying new dives because i was shit scared yeah and um the last few like months or however long i would just hang out in the shower underneath the tower because i was too scared to do dives so uh i left it because i hated it yeah
0: sure (laughs) yeah were your friends sporty or were they all into sport as well
1: um i guess so because you just became friends with whoever you were training with yeah and so like i probably don't have a traditional teenage experience in that like friends and social life was not important because it was just always like Training and competition yeah. and things like that, and so you just became friends with whoever was around you.
0: Yeah, but did you catch up on? Oh, sorry. No, 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 go, go. Oh no, did you catch up on all the things that you missed out on? Did you? Did you start watching all the shows that you <laughs> <laughs> that you missed out on?
1: I see it as quite a gift because I'm like, I haven't seen Titanic or whatever, so I get to experience that now yep. as a 30 year old yep. and enjoy those cultural moments um, rather than waste it when I yeah. was younger. But yep. then, having said that, like perhaps I don't appreciate star wars like i would have when i was a child and the tech yeah. was more relevant to the time <laughs> yeah sure. um i'm having a hard time getting on board <laughs> with yeah, yeah, star yeah. wars but <laughs> that's all right <laughs>
0: so in in your mind you were going i want to be a performer how, how did you start to do that
1: um school drama and yeah. musicals yeah um i found my feet there and loved it and then I would say the like, pivotal moment was there was this two-week musical theatre camp over the summer. Very cool. Um, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Um, I had my first kiss there. How dare you? Hell, it was yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. um, and yes, yeah, so you would learn the songs over two weeks and then do the performances at the end of the two weeks. Yeah. And I just, I've never loved a thing more. It was so much fun. Yeah. I loved the people. I think that's the first time I felt like... True kinship. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, you're just friends with people that you go to school with or that are in a location rather yeah, than course. sharing common interests. Yeah.
0: Isn't that funny when you move away from home for the first time and you're like, you your friends are there because they were the closest people to you <laughs> at that time and it was yeah. just proximity based? Yeah. And then you move to Melbourne and you find, oh, well, you know, Experience is different for everyone, but when I Mm -hmm. moved to Melbourne, I finally met people who I was like, Oh, right, you like that too, and that's Yeah, you're not just there. You're not just there, (laughs) you're not just hanging out. And we don't have to go to the service station for a hot dim sim or something. Wow. Okay, that sounds (laughs) (laughs) cool.
1: Where were you? Where did you Uh, go? Phillip Island. Oh my god! So it's gosh. only yeah,
0: only two hours away, really. Yeah, two and a, two and a bit hours, but but yeah.
1: like small community, very small. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Very small place, and you know, no media departments. So you kind of just had to teach yourself how to how to do a lot of stuff, um,
1: which I'm sure in the long run has helped because you have a broader skill set, because yeah. you had to. Yeah,
0: master of none, but lots of <laughs> lots of different skills. Now, <laughs> So, yeah, you're, you're going to drama, like, you know, you're loving, loving performing. You were in a lot mm. of plays, I imagine, at the time?
1: Um, mostly musical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big old musical theatre, cool person. Did
0: your parents love it?
1: Um, They outwardly presented that they did. Yeah. Whether sure. that is true to their experience, I do not know. Yeah, yeah. But I think they... Very sweetly, just like when their kids are happy, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: What was your brother doing?
1: Uh, who cares? No, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, it's not, this podcast isn't about, yeah, yeah, he's got a wife and child now. He's happy, leave him alone. Um, he uh, would have been like still doing sport, he does a lot of like soccer, yeah, okay. and cricket. Um, and then he studied to become an engineer, so he he really nailed it. And wow. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a really good job, very smart you know, um, they own a home, wife, yep. child, and I'm just like running around doing podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're Pretty all proud. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> we're all
0: proud. Yeah. So what was the first time that you kind of felt like, oh, acting is my thing. I want to do this.
1: Um, I'll let you know when yeah, that sure. does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think after high school, I did a one year musical theater course yep. and sort of, I guess, the reality of like what a pathway into the industry could be yep. now, not that it ever goes to plan, but yep. that there were people around that also thought that that could be a career.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I didn't
1: know anyone that did anything that really was like outside of an office type job or yeah, a teacher sure. or um, something, maybe more a traditional vocation. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be in that environment and um, sort of have a, a plan of how you would get into that world. It was like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> That could be a thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. What was the first job that you that you got in acting?
1: Um, a commercial for um, <laughs> a Hong Kong real estate <laughs> development, okay, yep. which they were filming in Australia. Okay. And, um, you know, the classic thing of like actors put everything on their CV um, that they can do and they said, can you hula hoop? And I was absolutely certain <laughs> that I could hula hoop. I'll sure. Think, of course I can. Yeah. I can't and that became apparent in front of everybody on set of this commercial that like there's never enough time you're rushing through and then from their perspective, this like stupid girl cannot do this one simple task of hula hooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just all of these execs from Hong Kong. That so there's like a language barrier as well. And it was the worst experience because I just was so you know devastated. I wanted to do a good job. Yeah. and just couldn't hula hoop. So haunted by hoops from now on. Yeah, yeah. But was still got paid, so whatever.
0: <laughs> Did that deter you at all, or was it just like a bad a bad gig?
1: Um, no, it was fine. because yeah. um, at the same time I was concurrently auditioning for the famous Home and Away yeah and um getting quite far so i think like it was sort of inconsequential because every young actor's also like oh, television commercials they're below yeah. me you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i'm a star um so it was fine and yep. um i think yeah having a point where something was going well at the same time is helpful too yeah yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely and so where to from there where, well, what's the next step for you
1: um, well, I had a part-time job at Vodafone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was at the time when 3 was linked to Vodafone. I don't know if you recall those yeah, two yeah, very niche yeah. phone <laughs> networks in <laughs> Australia. Um, so I was working hilariously as tech support in um, a Vodafone, which I know yeah. close to none, uh, <laughs> and um, auditioning at the same time. And uh, I booked a job at the end of – so that first year out of um, uh, drama school – booked a television job yeah, and that took me to Queensland for seven months at a time. So it got a bit busier then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what about, what about comedy? When was, when like, were you always interested in comedy?
1: No, I didn't no. even think about yeah it at all. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess like low key, um, have always enjoyed it, but yeah. just never thought about it as like a, um, career option. Yeah. Um, and then when I went to the States, I, um, started at uh, UCB, so um, improv school over there, yep. because I thought it would be a good way to practice my accent. Yeah, so sure. I thought, I'll take these classes, I'll do them all in an American accent, yep. because it's one thing to learn a script in accent, but if I can like on the fly be good enough with, Um, My accent that if I get an extra scene or something in an audition, I'll be so comfortable. And then I was like, "Oh wait, this is the most fun thing in the entire world. Why are we doing anything else?" (laughs) And I still kind of feel that way. Yeah.
0: Well, do you like improvising a lot? Like that's yeah, yeah, so much. Yeah.
1: I think it's such a joyous thing, um, and you can't be thinking about anything else for that time. You're just Mm. purely listening and responding. And I think if you're a person that maybe has like stress or anxiety or these kind of things, I find it a relief to do improv. Yeah. Because I then like my world is shut out and I'm just on stage with those people for that time. Yeah. So it's like a real gift. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So comedy, you know, do you have inspirations in comedy or was that kind of just something that you just started doing because you were over there and, you know, started improvising?
1: Yeah. Just, I mean, honestly just fell into it. I had read Amy Poehler's book, which is how I even found out about UCB. Right. And then being in the States on the visa I was on, I could only work as an actor um so you couldn't have like a job in a cafe or something like that to yeah sure um, pay the bills. so I was like well I've got all this time yeah I should take a class and I didn't want to do acting classes because I think in a lot of ways they're quite silly <laughs> yeah yeah sure <laughs> so yeah, yeah I thought oh I'll try this like you know random thing and like oh I see yeah. Paula and Tina Fey they're cool whatever yeah um and uh yeah then just found that community there too it was yep. the comedy but it's also the people again you're finding like-minded people and yeah la's a weirdo town and so to have people that maybe weren't (laughs) just aussie expat actors that are over there um or other actors i i liked having that sort of breath from that
0: yeah were you in america for a long time
1: um six years
0: okay yeah 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 Yeah. and enjoyed the experience of being over there i loved it so much yeah yeah Yeah, i really liked it When, when was the decision to come back to come back to melbourne
1: um, I would say like 20th of March, 2020. Okay. So I'll let you <laughs> yeah, fill in the, yeah, the yeah. blanks as to yeah, why that sure. might have been the decision. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> then you came, you came straight back and, and did you want to get into the comedy scene straight away? What was it like coming back to when I mean, you know, pandemic hit, hit, but what did you do when you got back?
1: Uh, oh, it's so, like most of it, I don't remember, honestly, yep. like a massive blur. It was... Um, not a great time, I would say for me yeah, personally, sure. I had zero plans to come back, yep. very set up over there, you know, had my own apartment, all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I was working on a show at a theater there, which I absolutely adored. Um, and within four days, all of that went wow. to then being on the plane. Yep. And that was cause Qantas was like in seven days time we're stopping all flights and I was very steadfast of being like it's only gonna be three or four weeks and i'll just stay yeah but then it was like if something happened to my parents yeah and i couldn't get back i don't think i would ever forgive myself
0: yeah sure um
1: so came back fully anticipating going back to america yeah but you know as time passed (laughs) slowly i was like i think i'm gonna have to pivot and try and make melbourne home again yeah um which in hindsight is great like i've had time with my family that i wouldn't have had and both my parents have um disabilities degenerative disorders and so that time is like so priceless Um, yeah of course i'm glad that i sort of had that confrontation a little earlier than and wishing that i'd been back earlier yeah sure. that's been a real positive but an absolute clusterfuck when it comes to um (laughs) career and trying (laughs) to start again
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. when did you start to find your feet again in melbourne did it take a bit of time like i mean after the pandemic
1: for sure yeah Um, I still don't feel like I'm there. Yeah, I still okay. feel like I'm um, trying to figure it out 100. percent I'm yep. in a better place than I was. Yeah. Um. But 2020, absolutely no, nothing, no progress. I was still yeah. working remotely on the show in America. Okay. It's like we would do. It was Saturday mornings for me, which was there Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> like producing this show from my laptop, and then at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon, shutting it and being like. Ah, you know that i'm sure you did stuff remotely and it's just so um, frustrating (laughs) yeah and like you feel empty yeah not being able to connect with people like i realized how important a green room after a show is where you just get to debrief yeah yeah it's It's so
0: interesting that even like leaving a call like leaving a zoom call and Mm -hmm. then it's like then it's just a screen and you can kind of see your face in it
1: (laughs) yeah and that's it yeah
0: yeah that's it and then it's just quiet yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
1: it's, I also don't think we should ever be able to see our own faces in conversation.
0: No. Because it's so
1: like you keep ending up looking at yourself and then you hate yourself for looking at yourself. Yeah. You, yeah. It's
0: be really wondering what you're doing. Yeah. Do I look happy? Am I happy to be here? Yeah. What is going on? You yeah. start
1: doing very like performative responding. Yeah. It's not. Who healthy. am I really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am
0: I in this situation? <laughs> A garbage <Yeah>. person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have um standard questions that I ask on the podcast. Okay. And so uh, the first question is what trait in people do you admire the most?
1: Um, that's a fun question. Um, it feels like what you like ask a new date, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) First date.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, or what are you looking in for in a first date? Um, I think I really admire people that choose to be empathetic. Like I think it's really easy to make judgments when we don't understand or don't know. Yeah. Um, rather than coming at a place of empathy first, where you're like just coming at it less I guess judgmental yeah I think that's a really yeah. nice trait Is
0: that what you kind of seek out in people you're always kind of are drawn to more empathetic people
1: I think so yeah because otherwise like everything ends up negative if you're constantly judging things there's not a lot of judgment that ends up being a positive judgment yeah yeah. yeah yeah absolutely
0: yeah um if you could choose to be born into an environment what would that look like were you you kind of you kind of said before that you felt like you know you were kind of born into a really great home environment yeah yeah was that kind of just perfect for you you think
1: Yes, but then like, I guess certain things happen in your life. You're like, well, maybe it wasn't because (laughs) I've certainly like made mistakes. um, But I think if I could have, the only thing I would change is maybe being born like 10 years earlier. Right. Because I'm very tech averse.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I have a
1: real hard time managing how much of our lives are online. um, Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, it's personally really difficult. And so I think if that wasn't such a big part of what has become our day to day. Yeah but having said that there's so many ways that that makes our life easier yeah like sure. i was just thinking driving here today the map tells me how long it's going to take yeah and i was like well when people had maps in the past how did they know how long that that they yeah might know the route but yeah. how do they know how long that route would take
0: yeah yeah it's so easy now you can actually even before you're leaving somewhere you can just go oh, it's gonna take that long to get totally. there it's, yeah, yeah. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. So
1: there's a lot of advantages, but I think interpersonally, I think it's detrimental at this point. Yeah. I think it has really changed the way that we commun- communicate and connect with people.
0: Yeah. Do you do you feel like you're just staying off it because you just, it's it's too stressful that's, you know, you, you don't want to put a lot of yourself out there?
1: Um. Yeah, maybe. I think it, a lot of times it makes me feel sad or something afterwards. Like I think there's all of the comparison, the things like that. And I I just... I would rather see someone face to face that makes me feel so much more fulfilled and connected and warm than it yeah. does scrolling through strangers on the internet. And that's totally my poor relationship to it. But I guess that's why I'm like, I don't need to do that because I know it doesn't work for me.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. But you feel like, yeah, 10 years earlier, it would have been perfect to yeah, kind like, of miss I like, that
1: bit. I like writing letters and no yeah. one writes letters. <laughs> and if you do, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'd like to go back to a time where like, if someone got mail, they wouldn't be like, what is this? <laughs>
0: Um uh what's your favorite thing about yourself?
1: Oh my gosh, what a horrific question. <laughs> people, people
0: people find it very awkward. People find this question very awkward.
1: Well, we're yeah. Australians, like we never yeah. celebrate ourselves.
0: No, not at all. Yeah. in yeah. America it's completely different. Like they're so excited so if you
1: talk yourself up. Yeah. They're so like confident and assertive and what we would read as arrogance, they just see as like um s- self-assured level yeah base level, yeah, level self-esteem yeah. yeah um and if you're humble over there and i definitely like didn't adapt to this um when i first went over there because they just don't read it if yeah, you go into sure. a room and they're like what have you done you're like oh a few projects they're like okay well you're a piece of shit yeah, Whereas yeah, an yeah. american would be like i was the star of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and it's yeah. so different yeah um uh I think I have a good memory.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <which> yeah. <laughs> helps yep. as an
1: improviser. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I like, I really treasure what people tell me and like stories of their life. And I like being able to remember parts of people's lives or know to be able to check in on something. Yeah. Um, so I guess, is, yeah. that, is that an answer? That's great. Yeah, okay. absolutely.
0: Uh, what do you wish you could do better?
1: Um. A stupid answer is I wish I could do like cool makeup. <laughs>
0: right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: people are so good at shadowing things and yeah. highlighting things and Contouring. making... Contouring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and One I word like <laughs> I know about
0: makeup.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you nailed it. I nailed
0: it. Thank you so much.
1: And I feel like Sometimes the makeup just ends up making me look worse somehow, but I don't know. It's just it just goes on. Yeah. And there's no there's no artistry.
0: Yeah. And sure. people
1: are phenomenal. Yeah. At makeup. Yeah. They're so good. Um. But I'd also like to not eat a whole bag of things if I have it.
0: <laughs> sure. You'd like a bit of restraint in the, yes. Yeah, Yeah. Like yeah. I buy
1: things in fun packs because I just know again, bu- like um, a family style is not for me. Yeah. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah. if I know it's open, my brain's like, that's open.
0: You can finish it right now. Put your mind right to it. You can achieve anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who influenced you the most?
1: It's got to be my parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they get in on those formative years, which yeah. is so fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't think of a single person that comes close to um, what they do.
0: Yeah. yeah. What do they do for work?
1: Uh, my mum's a like phys ed teacher yep, um, right. and my dad sold sporting equipment oh wow <laughs> yeah. okay yeah the <laughs> so sporting
0: stuff makes sense yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: it's really coming from all angles yep. there
0: <laughs> so they they you think have the had the greatest influence on you
1: yeah undoubtedly yeah um i'm trying to think of like a, anything else um
0: is there anyone career-wise that had had a big impact on you
1: oh that's um yeah when i did the musical theater course we were assigned a mentor yep and my mentor Nat O'Donnell, she's an incredible musical theatre performer. She's currently in Come From Away. Oh right, um, yeah, yeah. If you want to go and see it, uh, her and her husband Simon Gleeson, he ran the course, and so between the two of them, I just had um, this like wealth of knowledge. But more so than that, like the support, yeah, <laughs> and sure, and just the people you could catch up with and yeah. sort of um, discuss the the highs and lows, for yeah. lack of a better term. Um, their career mentors, and they've had such varied careers, but have a really full family life. And I think if you can manage that balance, and I'm not saying that for them they would say it goes flawlessly, yeah. Um, but that is something that I admire when someone can still pursue their career and yep. a career that is so like sporadic, yeah, but maintain relationships.
0: Yeah, I yeah. don't know how you do it. That's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, who do you choose to surround yourself with now? What kind of people, and has that changed over time?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. It definitely yeah. would have changed. Um, like as gross it is, as it is, I think probably younger, you're more interested in like, um, people that you think are maybe cool or um, yeah, absolutely. good for your career yeah. or yeah. things like that. And as a young actor, I think you end up spending a lot of time around other actors yeah. and um, not necessarily people that resonate um, with your <laughs> beliefs, values, all of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, and... Now I just, I love being around people that want to look at things through a positive lens. Yep. Like it doesn't mean that there aren't hard times, absolutely. But generally, uh, like life is happening for me, not to me. Yeah. Um, because our <laughs> I don't think we live in the world. I think we live in our head. And I know that sounds really silly, but like that totally um, impacts the way you perceive every single thing you do. Yeah. And so if you're not uh well or having a good time in your mind then you're not going to have a good time in what you're doing yeah and yeah. i think you are very much the product of the people you're around mm-hmm. so to be around people that in general choose to be optimistic and hopeful and things like that yeah is just sure. so important
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh when are you at your happiest
1: oh my gosh is there like do people give one definitive answer some people
0: are like you know i um uh, i had someone on the other day that just said when i'm in the water you know, you know something like you know, mine, mine is when I'm when I'm in like a swimming pool and it's raining. It's oh, like my favorite. Oh, that's yeah, nice. yeah, at the happiest and also like no one can contact you. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, because I'm an extroverted introvert. I love my alone time, and mm-hmm. so it's like when I'm not when I'm not contactable. <laughs> you know, when you're in the water, yeah, and it's like just the happiest, the happiest you can be. I think, but for yeah. me, what is there is there a moment you think that. Well,
1: on that, I love saunaing yep. and I love reading my book in the sauna. Yeah. And that's my absolute like recharge time. That's amazing. I like yep. go off into fantasy land reading some silly fiction book, yep. sweating out yep. the day. And that's my I like I just I look forward to it every single day. Yep. So that would be my, like, selfish
0: yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, you know, because you're not into social media or anything, I guess it's time away from the phone. It's time away from yeah. Yeah, everything.
1: Yeah, my phone is in the, like, locker for an hour. Yeah, And you yeah. come back and I'm almost a little bit excited to be like, ooh, did anyone call me? Yeah, Rather yeah, than, yeah. like, you just always know, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. The smartwatches scare me the most. Yeah. that always buzzing and not being able to not feel a notification, I think would absolutely send me into
0: oh yeah topic. yeah yeah and also like i i um turned all the notifications off on mine because uh i would get a message and then not respond to it because i didn't know i got it like it would just come up oh, and then i would kind of yeah. look at it but not really and then later on you haven't replied to like six messages or something and yeah it's, it's like it was way too much admin <laughs> it's too more admin, admin. <laughs> it's too much admin uh when are you at your lowest
1: I would say, I mean, broad statement when I'm not taking care of myself yeah, um, yeah. and that tends to then lead to like less exercise, poor eating, isolating myself from people. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I am uh, yeah, not connecting with people and that doesn't mean I can't be alone, so I absolutely can. Yeah. Um, but if I'm like actively choosing to sort of retreat and yeah, um, yeah. be by myself, uh, not for positive reasons. Yeah. That. Um, is definitely when I feel like I'm at my Ooh. lowest and going back to a question you had before of what do you wish you could do better <laughs> rather than makeup my true answer would probably be that I wish I could address things before they became a disaster
0: sure yeah <laughs> like yeah, I yeah. think
1: something will happen and I'm like okay that's like not ideal but let's just like forget about that and then slowly little things will pile up and I don't either talk or um, get help or support until it's like at a catastrophic level where I'm yeah. like, it's no longer manageable. I'm at like rock bottom. Yeah, um, yeah. And so I wish I could reach out earlier for help or things like that. Yeah. Um, I think that would be, that's yeah. when I'm at my lowest is yeah. when I've let things pile up and all of a sudden, it's yeah, too much. it's a dumpster fire.
0: Are you good now? Do you think you're getting better at reaching out when you need help?
1: I... Yes, I mean, because I was really bad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the bar was low, yeah. I think I'm better at it, I'm certainly aware of it. Um, and I would say 50% of the time, uh, cope with those moments in healthy ways, yep. and then 50% of the time, engage in less healthy coping mechanisms, yeah, sure. Um, which they all have their um place and stuff, but if I could just like do the, the better long-term solutions yep. more frequently, that's definitely the aim.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you could pinpoint a moment in your life that had the greatest impact on you, what do you think that would be?
1: Uh, this podcast. <laughs> it's this happening podcast, right now. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Change your life. <laughs> Changing your life. Well, until. we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We I'll don't come know. back
1: in a year and I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, I quit, I'm a vet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have mentioned it, but I think that like, Musical theatre camp was really um, the start of thinking that that could be a pathway. It was the start of new communities and friendships. I, for the first time, felt like I, like, belonged, you know. You found your people. Um, And that course is how I found out about the, like, one-year musical theatre course, which then again changed my life. Um, So I think that is probably the where it all, the inception. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. show tunes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what's the hardest thing you've been through and, and did it change you?
1: Um, oh Gosh, I've said um so many times. Uh, <laughs> please call this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm just going to make um, noises. Uh, I would, uh, maybe it's recency bias, but moving back absolutely was such a challenge for me. Yeah. And in a way I would say, 2021 I coped with worse Mm -hmm. because 2020 it sort of felt like It was a bit more justified. Um, I even think back to that first lockdown, which was like kind of fun now in memory. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, dyed my hair, we're all baking, like Lady Gaga was doing those concerts. You know, there really was that, like we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. And then for us in Melbourne, it just got progressively (laughs) worse. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I think going into 2021, I was optimistic about like starting my life here and what that might look like. And then going back into lockdown then and sort of career not... Um, transitioning I thought what I'd done in America would more easily translate back to being able to find work and um, a creative outlet here yeah sure and it absolutely did not Um, and I hadn't lived here for 10 years so even finding your friends in your community again it really felt like just starting from scratch yeah and so without like um, a job that made me feel like stimulated and fulfilled without good strong friendships um, all of that kind of stuff and even like the worst finance I've ever had because I wasn't able to work. Yeah. Um. It was just a, a bit of a um, mess. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better term.
0: Did you uh, Did you move back in with your parents?
1: I did when I first came back. Yeah. Um, so the first 2020 I was with them. Yeah. And then moved out at the end of that year. Yeah. And I don't know what was a better or worse lockdown because 2021 I was in a one-bedroom apartment by myself and yep. I would not recommend that yeah i did um, that yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah tough yeah. Yeah. yeah very tough yeah yeah um but the positive was i was in a five kilometer these are all insane yep. sentences to say um i was in a five kilometer radius that uh had shit in it yep. whereas at my parents house they live out in the Yarra Valley, yeah, sure. And so, like, there wasn't even a Coles. and so yeah. I did not see a single other person other than my mum and dad. Wow, because I was very much like I have to do the rules. Yeah, um, I didn't see anyone, and so that was unhealthy too. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know which one was worse or better, yeah. but they all shape us into the terrified people we are today. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, how did you how did you start getting connected with people in Melbourne and and start to do that again?
1: Um, I I mean. Ben Russell, who runs Teaching Your Dog to Read, I, have a, yeah. I owe him a lot. Um, I cold emailed him Yeah. Um, because I can't even remember how I found out that he was like the improv person in Melbourne, yeah. which is such a funny sentence given that in Los Angeles it was such a strong, thriving community. Yeah. It's a huge, huge um, comedy scene there and a genuine pathway for – like career success too. Like so many sitcoms are fooled with improvisers. Um, Whereas I found in Australia, it tends to be very stand-up orientated and there really isn't much improv nor is there appreciation for it, which... In a way, fair, because a lot of people have only ever seen bad improv. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, in America, it's amazing because yeah. there's so many people doing it. The standard's really high. Yeah. Um, and I was missing, more than anything, just that creative outlet and a way to find um, people. Um, no, I do remember who told me about Ben Russell, Will Anderson. Yeah, right, he, yeah. Um, he did a podcast that I was working on, and um, I wrote him an email and just was like, i feel really like i don't know where to sort of start um and i I, this was obviously like lockdown madness because i'm like would i email will anderson now like that's a wild thing to have done but he was like comedy republic is an amazing theater for young performers yeah ben russell does an improv show there i think that would be a good place and he was 100 right (laughs) ben was so generous and said come and like have a play do the show yeah and um now I, like, just have found a network around that theatre. And so both of those people just, like, quite simple advice. But if you don't know where to look, yeah, then it's impossible. So I, I very much owe a lot to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It was it exciting to start a, you know, a, a fresh, you know, improv night in Melbourne?
1: No. I was <laughs> shitting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, I love it so much in the fact that there is now an option for good improv for people to see in Melbourne yeah, yeah. Um, and I can very proudly be like oh come not because I'm in it but I always know it's going to be a really fun show yeah and I yeah. hope that that helps with sort of the reputation of the craft yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> starting to grow and people really um enjoying it so I think that is exciting but because it had been like two years since I'd been on stage yeah I was um very obviously nervous
0: <laughs> did you get straight back up were you on the first night that you did
1: uh yeah yeah, yeah yeah I didn't do a lot yeah, <laughs> I reckon sure. I hung yeah, in yeah. the <laughs> on the sidelines quite a bit yeah. but um now it, it it's just fun again
0: Yeah yeah um what's uh what, what what gets you going every day now like what drives you every day Um
1: I think the idea of uh, tomorrow and the future like I get really excited about like what is to come and what I'm working towards yeah. um and so it's the idea of like what I do today is leading me to what my next goal is. Yeah. Um, which I think is why I found those lockdowns really hard because I didn't have like goals because you really couldn't. Yeah. You had to sort of quell all of them. And so I think having things that I get really inspired by having things that I'm working towards and want to achieve. Yeah. And that sort of drives um, the day to day, like even for like exercise. It's very boring to just like go for a run, but I trained for a half marathon, and having that meant that I enjoyed my running because I knew why I was doing it.
0: Yeah, so I think
1: having a goal (laughs) is really helpful. Yeah, yeah.
0: What do you think's next for you? Like, what do you want to do now?
1: Um, great question. I have. Like, I've started screen acting again. I yeah. sort of had taken a step back, um, prioritised the old mental health. Yeah. And it might surprise you that being constantly told no or things like that can yeah. be um, sort of a bit detrimental if you're not in the right headspace. Um, and I have gotten to a point where I missed it. Yeah. And so I would, um, I'm would. i now opening up that door again. So hopefully um, do some more screen work, but just really happy doing live shows, having an audience. Like it's such a gift to be in the room with people laughing. Yeah. I think that's the best if we can have improv even more regularly on the calendar yep um that would be even better
0: yeah yeah if, if someone hasn't seen improv before what do you say to them like if you you know want to get someone interested in it mm-hmm. you know for the first time what you know what's your sell for it what do you you know what do <laughs> you know what, what do you say about it like you know
1: honestly you can sell it any way you want and people are still like oh i thought it was going to be stand up like yeah, no matter yeah, yeah, what right. you say yeah, yeah. they do not get it yeah um, the easy way is to be like, oh, it's kind of like whose line is it? Because yep. most people have seen that show. Yeah. But um, we get a suggestion from the audience, and then we make up a bunch of silly scenes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> have you ever done spontaneous Broadway?
1: I have. Yeah. I did it at Comedy Festival this year. Oh wow! Do you yes. love it? Yeah, so yeah. much fun. Yeah. Um, an incredibly talented cast. Yeah. Like, so incredible. so so funny. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I was doing specifically musical improv in los angeles yeah sure if you think the improv community is small in melbourne the musical improv community is even smaller yeah sure (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. um i like to ask the same question that i asked at the start of the podcast at the end of the podcast so do you think that nature or nurture after that had the had the greatest impact on you
1: um i think it has to be Wait, nature is <laughs> – which one is which? I've actually um, written
0: it down because I know that um, – Nature's your genetics and like yeah, your biology. Nature's genetics and nurture's environment, yeah.
1: I mean, part of me goes it has to be genetics because like my brother and I were raised the same. Yeah. Um, And we live totally different lives and have yeah. different personalities. Um, So in that way, there has to be a huge biological link. Yeah. Um, But like I said, I think – that you have it all cooking inside of you and certain stresses or events yeah. will cause things to go in different directions. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast.
1: <gasps> Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Nature or Nurture For this week. My name is Sammy Peterson, and you can follow me, Sam Peterson91, on Instagram. I also have a comedy podcast called Confessions. You can find that. The handles are Confessions the Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. You can also just search it on your regular podcast apps. Please do rate this podcast uh, I would love that it helps get the podcast out there to so many people thank you to the wonderful Michelle Laurie and Matthew tankard they're they're great producers and I couldn't do this without them please do share this podcast around I'd love to get it out there to as many people as possible so please do share it with a friend and tell the person that you just heard on this podcast that you've really enjoyed hearing their chat thank you so much hope you have a good week and I will talk to you very very soon
1: goodbye.